So why do humans procrastinate? Why does procrastination even exist? Well, it was an evolutionary adaptation. Back in our ancestors who were hunters and gatherers, there was some sort of safety. There was a real safety to defer an action until the morning. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Do you struggle with procrastination? Let's get real here. Are you procrastinating right now on YouTube by watching YouTube videos? Well, don't worry. I'm going to make sure that this is the most productive few minutes of procrastination that you're going to have today. So let's get started because I want to make the most use of this procrastination moment. Right, so if you are talking about procrastination, it's important to understand what procrastination is. The classical definition of procrastination is to defer a certain action until a later date. Right, And it could be you are deferring until tomorrow morning. It could be you are deferring until next week, next month, next year, next decade. You see where I'm going with this? Now keep in mind the action that you are deferring could be something that you just don't feel like doing. For example, cleaning the kitchen, right? Or maybe it is doing the laundry. But there's another instance where the action that you are deferring could be something that you dread. For example, having that difficult conversation or getting yourself out there. No matter what that action is, the quality of that action, there's a deferment, right? There is a feeling of wanting to do it later. And later is tomorrow, next week, next month. We may not necessarily know how much later we want to defer it, but there's just a sense of urgency to defer it. Now, wouldn't it make sense that in order for you to understand how to stop doing something, you first must understand why you're doing the thing. Like for example, in order for us, like for example, if you wanted to stop gaining weight, you have to understand what is the, the line, underlying reason of the weight gain, right? Is it a high caloric diet? Is it a lack of exercise? Is it a thyroid problem, right? So in order for you to understand how do I stop stop procrastinating, then it is about understanding the reasons of why we procrastinate. So why do humans procrastinate? Why does procrastination even exist? Well, it was an evolutionary adaptation. Back in our ancestors who were hunters and gatherers, there was some sort of safety. There was a real safety to defer an action until the morning, right? To defer gathering food or hunting for food until the morning because there was an act of safety. You know, maybe the environment was not yet safe, so they had to defer these actions until the morning or defer them at a later date. That's one example. But back then, there was was a real and present danger that prevented them from doing what's necessary to get on with their day or doing what's necessary to protect themselves and provide for their families. But nowadays, 
in terms of having a real and present danger like that, like our ancestors who were hunters and gatherers, it's very seldom that we'll come across real and present danger. Right? It's very seldom that we'll go to the grocery store and there's a Bengal tiger there that can threaten our lives or that there are other you know, predators there that could put a real danger into our paths as we're trying to protect our families. Right? And so those real and present dangers no longer exist you know, at large. Right? However, there is instead of being a real and present danger, what we now have is a perceived threat, a perceived danger to performing that act, to taking action towards doing what's necessary. But it is a perceived danger. It's not real and present. Because here's the thing. Let's say you were to avoid that, you were trying to avoid that difficult conversation. You wanted to procrastinate writing that article, or you wanted to, or you felt this urgency to defer having that difficult conversation. Those activities in and of themselves are not dangerous. They're not threatening to our well-being or our lives, but we, there's a perception of danger. There's a perception of threat. And when we procrastinate, when we defer those actions, those activities that we perceive as threatening and perceive as harmful to us, what ends up happening is that inside of our brain, when we defer it, our brain releases a surge of dopamine, which is a reward for ourselves of having avoided that danger. There's an award. There's a reward center for that. And so then that is the that is really the neuroscience principle of why procrastination exists. It is when we assign a perceived threat to it, and after having avoided it by procrastinating, then we have a surge of dopamine and rewards us for procrastination. So which is that that's the reason why procrastination becomes very addictive. You procrastinate on one thing, and then you procrastinate on other things. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And that is the reason for the addictive qualities of procrastination. So the question then becomes, what do you do about it? Now, for the remainder of this video, I'm going to share with you my four-step strategy on how you can stop procrastinating and start producing and get things done consistently. Now, it's really important that because chances are, as you, as, when you're, if you're watching this video, chances are you really want to nip it in the bud. You really want to stop procrastinating to get what's necessary done. So, if that is the case, it's really important that you follow along with me. And for the remainder of the video, as I give you the four-step process, I'm going to ask you to take certain actions, and it's really important that you take. Take the action. Even if you have to pause the video, take the action, and then unpause the video and continue watching. You want to take the action because this is what's going to help you to develop the habit of taking action. Because chances are, if you're watching this, you've been in the habit of not taking action because procrastination is a habit. Is not exactly a problem, it is a habit. So what you want to be doing is develop the habit the other way, a habit of taking action so that you can stop procrastinating. So I'm going to give you the four-step system and remember you want to take action each time. Your first action is to, if this is if this is resonating with you, your first action is to like this video. Hit the like button below so that you can comment and so that you can receive notifications every time I release a new video. Subscribe to my channel as well so that you can receive notifications every time I release a new video. Right. Okay, so the four step system. The step number one, the first step is to really become aware. Awareness is key because sometimes when we're doing a certain thing and it's a habit, we don't even know what we're doing. We're not even aware of exactly what we are doing. So become aware of it. What are the emotions that you are feeling as you want to defer something to tomorrow or next week or next month? What are the emotions? Identify them. Put a label on it, right? For example, I am fearful. I dread writing this article. I am scared of what other people might think, right? I am worried that my work will not be perceived the way I want it to be perceived. 
I am livid that I am unable to put myself out there. It angers me. It frustrates me. Label it. Become aware of what it is that you're perceiving as a threat. Become aware of what the threat is that your, your brain is perceiving. And therefore, the flip side of it is becoming aware of how your brain is rewarding you for avoiding that danger. Right? Rewarding you for protecting yourself and, and providing this net of safety through procrastination. How is your brain rewarding you? Right? So that is the flip side of it. But first is to identify what is the blockage here? What's the threat that you are perceiving? So label it. What is the threat? Why is it a threat? And what are the consequences? What are the perceived consequences of that threat? So here's your first action. Comment below and label it. Identify it. What have you been, pre been perceiving as the threat? And what are the consequences that you see for the threat? Comment below. That's your first challenge. Your first action is to take, to take, take action on this so that you can build the momentum of moving away from procrastination. So comment below and label it. Identify it. Be aware of it. Right, so that's step number one is awareness. Step number two, acknowledgement. This is where you acknowledge that this is an arena that gives you anxiety. Because let's face it, the reason why we procrastinate, the essence of it, is because we feel anxiety around it. When we perceive something that has a threat to us or that is a danger to us in some way, it is a perceived danger and it gives us the feeling of anxiety. Right? It's the emotion we feel is anxiety in some way that if we proceed with that action, the consequences of proceeding with that action are somehow undesirable to us and it gives us anxiety. So that's why the step number two is to acknowledge that this is an arena you feel anxious over. And the acknowledgement does not mean that you need to feel guilty about it or feel like something's wrong with you. It's simply an acknowledgement that, hey, yeah, there's anxiety here. Right? I have some, this is, this is causing me stress. I have anxiety here and it's something that is worrisome to me. It's an acknowledgement of your emotions around it. So step number two is acknowledgement. Step number three, address. This is where you want to address the validity of your beliefs. Is it really true? The consequences of your perceived consequences of taking that action. Is that really going to be the outcome? What else is a possible outcome? Besides what you are believing to be true about taking that action, that that could be the consequences, what else could happen? What are some other possible outcomes? Are the beliefs that you're having about this action, is it really true? If not, what else could be true? So this is where you step up and you challenge your beliefs, you challenge your worldviews and your perceptions on things. And when you change that story, when you change that belief, it could be all of a sudden you realize that the thing, the arena that you have been procrastinating on was built on a foundation that was not even true, that was built on a foundation that kept you stuck, but it didn't need to because there was an equal and opposite that was equally possible an outcome that was desirable to you rather than undesirable. And when we procrastinate, we usually focus on things that are undesirable, don't we? Right, so your second action is to comment below once again. Once you have acknowledged your anxiety in this arena, now you're addressing the validity of your emotions. Comment below, was it valid? And be bold in terms of challenging your emotions because this is not about being right. It's about being productive. It's about being and stepping up to your power. It's about empowerment. It's about being in alignment with your life's purpose. So it isn't about being right. Don't worry if you are right or the feeling of being wrong. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Wouldn't you rather be productive than right? Wouldn't you rather be on purpose and in purpose than right? right so comment below and share with me. 
what came out of that assessment of the validity of your emotions. Step number four is action. Take action on doing something. Do something. And it doesn't mean that you have to sustain that something over hours. Just do something for five minutes. Because chances are, when you're procrastinating, it's not about the work. It's not that you can't do the work. The work is not the problem. It's that it's the inertia that is the problem. So start taking action on something. And when you start doing something for five minutes, you know, most of the time, you're going to continue. You're going to keep going on. You're going to keep going on. Because that is what momentum is made of. Momentum is made of velocity, which means that you have to get started on doing something. And when you get started on doing something and you develop that velocity around it, momentum builds upon momentum. It has a snowball effect. So get started on doing something and chances are you will continue the all the way through and you're not going to stop. Right? So the first step is to take action on it. So comment below. Here's the action I want you to take. Comment below and share with me what small action are you going to take as a result of this video and commit to that action. 